Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Team Raw is all set for Survivor Series. Balor and Joe have a Donnybrook. Enzo makes no sense whatsoever. And the Raw tag team titles are on the line in Under Siege 2. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. This is ridiculous. If anyone has any clue what this song is, you win a prize of some type. You win win the prize of uh, having the most useless knowledge. Very much useless knowledge. And clearly the DVD of the film Under Siege starring Steven Seagal. As this is the theme song to Under Siege. Didn't know there was a theme song until about five minutes ago. And thanks, YouTube. Shout out. I mean, it's, it's musical. Uh, it's a I score. Know, I don't know if it's a song. This isn't exactly a Hans Zimmer score. Right. Let's no. put it that still, way. It's still original quite. soundtrack here. Yeah. So, you know, the real deal. Sure. Yeah. This, this may have been done yeah. on GarageBand. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that garage sound from it. Yeah. It's like early Led Zeppelin. That's kind of what it yeah. is. I thought I detected a bit of Robert Plant in the <laughs> totally. instrumental totally there. Totally get that. What's yeah. up, everybody? This is the Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We got a squad in here with you, and we got plenty to talk about. We are less than two weeks away from the Turkey Day Survivor Series, as we're all excited. I'm Johnny LaQuasto. Find me everywhere at Kowasto, the lovely lady across from me. You see her every single week on Marvel Movie News, including us together last week on Marvel Movie News. Yes. That was kind of fun. She's also been hosting for Skybound as well. Follow her everywhere at Marquia McCarty. She's the cornucopia. Marquia McCarty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Johnny just discovered that you can, you know, make turkey names and Thanksgiving themed things yeah. with your well, name. We just so. got done with Halloween. I didn't know everyone changed their names already. Well, it's, it's yeah. called a pun, and you gotta update it once the thing has passed. Mm-hmm. So once we hit the turkey day and we pass the turkey day, it'll be, then it'll it's be Christmas. Christmas and Hanukkah themed yes, stuff. Our Kwanzaa themed. Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. You could be Johnny LaQuanza. La I'd be happy to be. I'd be happy to. That'd go really well with your video series. Would that bother people, though? I, that's my question. I don't know. But I it would be. I you, think it's a lovely name. You could name. try it and see. I, that's a great. Just try it. See you what can, happens. You can tell them that I came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Just say that and see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And the man next to Marquia, he is a former Hollywood Heritage Champion for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. He has worked for WWE. We're talking SmackDown, NXT. We're talking Raw. We're talking all over the world. We're talking all over different continents. Follow him everywhere at True Hobo. He's the boxcar superstar. He's the hobo, a.k.a. I think on Twitter, Hobo Dinner. Yeah, Hobo Dinner. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What well, you, you got your, your TV dinners. You know, you, you got your blue plate dinners. You got your hungry man. Hungry man dinners. Now you got a Hobo Dinner. Oh, I get it now. I dig that. Yeah. (laughs) It's when you cook everything in a tinfoil pack. It's real. It's a real thing. I was about to ask what a hobo dinner, you know. Yeah, you just take a bunch of vegetables you find, uh, herbs grow naturally, a little bit of meat if you can get it, and just put it all in tinfoil, put it over an open fire, it cooks itself, all the juices get really mixed together. It tastes great. And that's the hobo dinner. That's the hobo dinner. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. In case you're wondering what to do for the holiday. Sure. If you're alone, cooking for one, I wouldn't say put a whole turkey and some vegetables. That'd take a lot of tinfoil. You'd have to, like, really wrap the hell out of it. Sure. It'd probably mm-hmm. leak a little. I wouldn't do that. That sounds like a pain in the butt. And you'd also need an oven. If you don't have an oven. No, mm-hmm. you can put it over. What you do is you take a shopping cart, you turn it on the side, you put wood in it, and you light that as a fire, and you use the other side of the shopping cart as a grill. Got it. And so that's the last time you'll ever use the shopping cart, probably. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shopping cart. You're a dime a dozen, literally. I know that I've seen that on YouTube now. I know that I have where someone used a shopping cart as a grill. It's it's what you do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm learning so many things. This is fantastic. <laughs> so Monday Night Raw came to us from Manchester, England, and uh, you know, obviously, very lively, very fun group of fans in the UK. We absolutely mm-hmm. love all the UK watchers and listeners, and they were on point tonight. They were awesome. They yeah. made me smile like so hard. It upped my enjoyment even more. And what I liked about them is they weren't as obnoxious as like a post WrestleMania crowd, which is very UK heavy. Well, it's. I don't know. That's a very disruptive crowd. I wouldn't say that this crowd was disruptive as they were into what's going on and commenting on what was happening in the ring. Not trying to take away from it, but trying to highlight it as it was happening. Yeah, Yeah. they have some very uh, interesting reactions to certain people tonight, which we'll get into. Uh, But first things first, Miz TV. Obviously, Miz is not very pleased after last week. Curtis Axel is is somehow standing up, which is nice. That is amazing. That is a real, real tip of the hat to Curtis Axel, who's upright with only a neck brace when his whole spine should be... Uh, in traction. I, th- I think, actually, he should have been in traction this week. They should have just thrown up some screenshots of him yeah. in the hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, why not? Or have him in a like a motorized wheelchair with a, sure. <laughs> his leg yeah. out. And, oh, like of course. This the arm. Leg has to be out. Yeah. Arm, opposite arm has to be up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it should have been. So Miz TV calls Baron Corbin the bathroom break of SmackDown and says, this is the big leagues. You better be ready when a 90-mile-per-hour fastball is being tossed at your head. And so right now, The Miz and Baron Corbin are going to be fighting at Survivor Series. Hmm. I mean, those are some pretty big words from a guy who doesn't fight his own battles. (laughs) Well. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, That changed tonight, but yes. I mean, Baron Corbin, he's, he's a really, he's a tested dude, and he's big. And he's got a real mean streak, some great hands, Golden mm-hmm. Globe boxer. Sure. He can, he can swipe you. He's, he's nobody to, to take lightly, and I think The Miz is going to figure that out in about the first three minutes of that match. Sure. Yeah, I think those golden hands are going to, like, smack the tea out of Miz's mouth. For sure. Do you still think we're going to get Miz and Baron Corbin at Survivor Series? Do you think we're going to have a change prior to? This is pretty hot. I think that the audience is into it. The the fact that these got two guys are going out of their way True. to to take shots at each other off camera is is really adding to an element of this this could be something good, and I think the people love to hate the Miz. They love to hate him, and they just hate Baron Corbin. I gotta be honest. I think they hate Baron Corbin way more right now. Totally, yeah. and that, Baron Corbin's great at that because he does not care about no. anybody. Now he rolls with it. Oh yeah. And here's the thing: if I'm Baron Corbin, I wouldn't care either. You're a professional football player. You're a Golden Gloves boxer. Why would you give a damn what anyone behind a keyboard says? And I'm glad that he is that way. He's shoving it right in their face. He's doing what someone like Jason Jordan should be doing, in a way. In a, in a way, but but obviously Jordan doesn't <laughs> have that kind of personality. Well, yeah. he's, he, Jordan's kind of a sweetheart. He is. So, uh, he is legit. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be something to watch. I think more people are going to be behind the Miz than mm-hmm. Baron Corbin. It's it'll just have to. We'll have to see how the Miz gets involved in that if they get involved when they get involved to really see who we're behind. Mm-hmm. If it's just the Miz, I I want to see the Miz really bring it to Corbin. Sure, you know, with his A game and go in there like like a tough guy, like a guy who's actually got a championship belt and, and fight with 100% all of his heart, all the heart that he has because he really relies on on his entourage, but when you get in there and it's just you, I think everybody's going to go, I want to see Miz pull it out. Well, Marquia, mm-hmm. next thing, Miz calls out Kurt Angle. He plays the clip with Stephanie, and Kurt says, it doesn't matter, I'm not going anywhere. Miz then accuses him of trying to take out the Miztourage with Braun, planning a lot ahead of time. Kurt says that Braun accepted his request to be on Team Raw only if he promised him a match, which is with the Miz tonight. And then the Miz gets on his knees and begs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I love. I loved this. I mean, uh, he's such a showman, and he's he's got it all down pat. Mm-hmm. I enjoy him each and every week. It, it's, you know, sometimes it kind of feels like he's carrying wrong. Oh, gosh. With, uh, he's, it's just, he has, actually. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, just, he's got it down to a science, but it's also an art kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And I, I'm also just, uh, I was cackling at home during this entire, like, little bit because I could imagine what Kurt Angle, when he's talking with Braun, and Braun's like, I need this. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, 
Yeah. Like, I need this, too. Finally, I can give somebody what they want and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right, though. When it comes to Superstar of the Year, we're, and we're not counting titles. If To me, it's it's a very close race between The Miz and Kevin Owens as far as who have been carrying their shows. Uh-huh. I mean, I was, I've been Neville all day, but obviously it doesn't look like Neville's coming back. So, Well, he's not there now. Sure. And that's, mm-hmm. that's all that matters to me is he's not doing anything right now. Yeah. Whether he's coming back, he's not, where he's going, I don't care. He's not on the show right now. Mm-hmm. The Miz is, Kevin Owens is, those are the two top guys. There you go. They've been pulling it off all year. First match of the night. Oh, I can't wait to get your opinions on this one. Elias versus Jason Jordan. <laughs> and I think, we didn't we joke about this last week? A guitar yes. on a pole? I, I said I something we like this. Put, well, no, I, yeah, I meant, I meant when I was back on here. Oh. I thought... I thought and joked something about putting something oh, yeah, on a, a couple pole. Of weeks ago. Yeah, and then they did a guitar on a pole. Mm. Did I say guitar on a pole? I, was, I thought one of you guys did. I don't know who it was. I pretty probably sure would have been her. Yeah, but, because uh, the kendo stick on a pole is like, eh, put it. And also, AJ Styles also could be superstar of the year. Let's not forget that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, solid. we have a guitar on a pole match, and <laughs> once again, we don't know. Wh- hmm. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> Elias Elias grabs a guitar first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, exchanges hands a few times, and then eventually uh, Jason Jordan just strikes it across his back and breaks the guitar on him, and so he wins. And uh, that's another piece of guitar that is gone. Yeah. Well, uh, Jason Jordan has gotten a win again. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he has more than dang. one against Elias now, right? Yeah. Well, I know that he uh, took out his guitar last week. Like. He sure did. Right, and that was that was a symbolic victory. Mm-hmm. I actually think he has a legitimate win over him. Well, I mean, it, definitely a disqualification win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When Elias smashed him with the guitar, he got the victory because of the disqualification. That's so he right. definitely had that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is burying the hatchet. Like we're we're done. Yeah, and, you think? I think they can move on from okay. from this now. Right. Um, I'm okay with them moving on from this. Oh, I think so. Was the crowd? Yeah, yeah. They were. They were. I think they liked. They liked Elias. They a liked little Elias bit better sure. because arguably Elias offers a little bit more to the audience as a as a persona than Jason Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think they just need to to tweak Jason a bit. I mean, yes, he's a sweetheart, but it's like. He can. They could try to do sweetheartish heel with him, mm, maybe something like c- that. Well, it might be leading that way because we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, but... he did it tonight when he smashed Elias with a guitar, mm. mm-hmm. and I gotta really give it to mm-hmm. him. Like once, usually it's once the guitar comes down, the match is over, or whatever object is on the pole. Once that comes down, the match is over. But it was it was still a pretty hot contest, even though the guitar was on the floor. Yeah. It was still really back and forth, and I wasn't sure who was going to end up getting it. But Jason Jordan, just such a hoss in that ring. Just picking up Elias any way he wants and, and manipulating him. He's oh. so god dang strong. He's an incredibly athletic monster. It's just, you know, personality-wise... You know, he's he's still very young. I think a lot more could be drawn out of him. I mean, look, the first six months that Daniel Bryan was on television, he had trouble putting two sentences together, and look at what he became. So, yeah. obviously, it's never too late to uh, to really raise your game up. And exactly. right now, you know, we'll see. Eventually, he's going to have a talk with Kurt, which we'll get to. Yeah, and then um, there's improv classes. Gotta do it. Sure. Gotta do it. Kurt Angle is approached by the bar. They say they want to represent Raw as tag champs. Kurt's like, all right, what do you really want? Just tell me. They said, well, we want to win the tag team titles. He says, all right, fine. You have one more chance tonight. And the fact that he said one more chance right away, I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, it's going to get interesting. I mean, it's, I think the bar approached this in a way that made a heck of a lot of sense. Really questioning the favoritism of Kurt Angle. Sure. And once, once a, a, manager, a person in a position of power over other individuals gets involved in an in-ring type way, yep. mm-hmm. all objective uh, objective ideas go out the window. Like, they, there's no question that he has favorites because of who had his back previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, it was legitimate. It was no, a legitimate it was, claim. It was very mm-hmm. smart of the bar to play on that and question, is Kurt Angle actually a, a bipartisan individual or is he playing favorites? And he went, well, in that case, I'm sort of handcuffed and yeah, you do get your match. 
Yeah. And, and I'm glad they got that match. I enjoyed that match. I oh. can't wait for us to get to that match. Yeah, that was a, that was a good match. We yeah. shall Ooh. get to it. But first things first, Asuka once again. Wow, this match was even shorter than I think last week. Uh, taking on Stacey Coates. And poor Stace never even saw it coming. It was well, no, she, she saw it coming, but she it was know. multiple times and very quick in right. her face. She saw it coming at first, then then nothing else. Yeah, it I, was like a strike-a-rama. I, I sort of feel bad for Coates because she had an opportunity to to come back and give Oscar something really good. But even even the stuff that she gave her when, when she, the opportunity arose was lukewarm at best, and Oscar put her away in short order. She sure did. Oscar mm-hmm. wanted a challenge. You can always tell. She goes into that ring going, who am I going to get a good fight out of tonight? Right. And yeah. it just didn't happen. That's why Oscar gave her the bubba bomb and freaking put her out. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, love, I love it when she yells at the other wrestlers. Like, she gets so worked up, Asuka. And I'm like, oh, I don't understand what you're saying, but I get it. Yep. It's, yeah. it's the, the feeling. It's the emotion. Ooh. She owns the space. Yeah. She's like, bring it. Yeah. Bring it here. And when they don't, it's it's yeah. short and it's ugly. Yeah, and well, she's like, well, good night. Yeah. Then as that match is ending, Asuka barely breaks a sweat. Alicia Fox goes on the Titantron and says, Asuka is now the third member of Team Raw at Survivor Series, uh, joining her and Nia Jax. So. Can you say no to joining a particular team? Why would you want to? I mean, to? technically... Oscar's sure. the only one I would go. Does not want any part of this stuff. She is way above it. Yeah. She doesn't want any part of a win-loss scenario. She doesn't care. Okay, she but did she's, it for herself. She's new on Raw, and it's like, this is the thing. This is the pay-per-view. This is Survivor Series. Of course she's going to be on that team. Of course she should want to be on that team. And of course she's going to do everything that she can to make sure that that team wins. And if it doesn't win, you know, that doesn't count against her. She's still undefeated in my book. Oh, no, for sure. In singles, singles uh, mm-hmm. uh, wrestling competition, she is undefeated. She will remain undefeated. Undefeated, win or loss, come Survivor Series. Yeah. But to me, I don't. Why? Why would she want any particular part of this? Nobody well, is ready for Oscar, so why make friends? Well, it's not really making friends. It's um, being on a competitive team versus others, and then also this helps for the people in the universe that aren't aware. I, I didn't like that she didn't get as big of a pop as I wanted her to get, especially when it was like you know it's Manchester. I think so Manchester that just... wanted a match. They didn't want a, a public flogging. Sure. <laughs> well, that's just another good reason for me for let's have her on the raw team let's have her doing the do and you know maybe the best approach isn't to be feeding her you know like they've been doing like let's go ahead and throw her in a storyline i mean i believe that's probably going to be how survivor series gets spun you know when you have these big matches you know feuds might develop from problems with communication amongst teams and everything so that could you know, plus it allows Alexa to keep the title you know, a little bit longer <laughs> until Asuka, you know, just eats Like her. wrenches yeah. it, wrenches it from her hands. Pretty much. Very interesting comment from the lovely Tina Keys in chat role. She says, calling it right now, the last member of Team Raw is Paige. And Ooh. usually I would say, six months ago I would have said, hell no. But she has been back at the PC, she's been training, she is under contract I don't know if she's gotten her life under control. It seems like she's trying to. If if I were them, I wouldn't put her on television yet. No, especially because, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'd have her go back to NXT, uh, do a nice little tour, you know, returning champion, first ever women's champion, uh, have her enjoy that, see how she does, and then have her move on and up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's she's got to re-enter orbit. She's she's definitely been in outer space for too long. She's been out there for a long time. Yeah. Floating, she's just man. she's just got to get back into the groove of things first. You know, it's kind of like with Double Dutch. You know, it needs to go a little bit yeah. slower I mean, my, to like my then point jump is, in and then you speed it back up and you're you know up to speed. You know, but, let's hope she got her life together first. You, yeah. you can't even remotely live this life unless you get your regular life together first. No, mm. no, the road will, road's hard and it yeah. just gets harder when you're out of control. Mm-hmm. So refresh me, because uh, we don't have Emma. So who else do we have on the Raw roster besides Bailey that yeah. could possibly be that last spot? Because uh, we don't have Summer Rae. We don't have Emma. Dana Brooke is still. 
Sure. Run- <laughs> still she's on the running, run, she's I running in heels yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So I feel like there's a reason there? Bailey hasn't been chosen yet, and maybe that could be the reason. I don't know. Or maybe they just stretch it out one more week. Yeah. But maybe they, just Foxy's being Foxy. Yeah, there really yeah. is no one else unless they do a surprise and call someone up. Oh, I'm sorry, Mickey James. Yeah, she's not on. Oh, it is oh, that's right, because they're they're not doing it. so. It's no, either it's, it's surprising that mm. the champion, the women's champion of Raw, will not be on Team Raw. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's that's a weird thing. Well, Very she's going up against Natalia, so yeah, you guess. know she's she's got that. And how crazy is that? Mickey goes from you know having a couple main event matches and I think a really fun program with Alexa. Wasn't on TV this week. Uh, was she on TV last week? Uh, no, she hasn't been on TV since she. Uh, Gave a DDT to Alexa and says you do deserve. Oh, and heels. Yeah, oh yeah. So I remember that. Maybe DDT and heels. Perhaps her and Bailey fight next week. That should be her autobiography, actually. No, no, no. She and she and and Alexa fought last week. Which is the knockout. Oh, that's right. That Uh, was that weird match. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't know. But we'll see. Either way, Stacey Coates, I hope you feel better in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Titus O'Neil says he's ready this time for Samoa Joe after Samoa Joe attacked them both last week, and he's going to put up tonight against Samoa Joe. After the commercial break, they hit the ramp. Well, guess what? This match never even happened. Samoa Joe attacks them both from behind. First Apollo, then him and Titus brawl just a little bit, but he ends up dominating them both. He hits the mic, and he says, I want more competition. I don't care who it is. They're going to get destroyed. Anyone in front of me is going to get got. Not to quote our truth, but I just did. <laughs> so who's going to attempt to fight Samoa Joe? The man who has been fighting everyone lately, and that's Finn Balor. Yeah. I mean, I'm... dream match scenario on a Monday night. That Surprise! So nice. It was just like, uh, hey, you know that thing that you've uh, wanted and we, you know, frustrated your want? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was... It was, oh, wow. I was just, I didn't want it to end. It was Technically, good. it didn't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess. For, Technically, for it's, it's, it, it can still happen again. They're probably on a tour bus right now, taking it to each other. <laughs> we don't know. It's a family guy yeah. fight. Just, yeah. It never ends. And, and, yeah. I just love. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Kurt coming out, and he's just like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, let's just, let's just chill. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Be it cool, was, man. Everybody be cool. It was fantastic. I mean, they just did everything. They They're fighting up the ramp. They get separated. My favorite thing is then Kurt comes on the ramp, and then he says, look, this is what I want, which I'm okay. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're both going to be on Team Raw. So everything starts to calm down a little bit, and this is the, the coolest thing I've seen Finn do in quite some time. Leaps from the top of the stage and takes out Joe and, like, nine security guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. This this whole so thing good. was was really amazing, and I was so glad to see Samoa Joe back in prime form. But seeing mm-hmm. him just attempt to kill both Apollo Cruz and and Titus uh, before the matches even started, yeah. like to me, I, I just have to imagine Kurt Angle standing backstage and they're asking him, "Do you want us to go and save him?" No, no, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Shouldn't you try and save a man or at least punish the guy who kicked the guy's ass before the match <laughs> even started? You're just going to give him another guy. You know, very like, logical questions. I don't yeah. know. A lot of logic there. Yeah, maybe I just need to Too take much. a drink and chill but, me out. Yeah, yeah. go cook a hobo dinner on a uh, yeah, shopping cart. Yeah, there Hobo dinner, get some hobo wine. Yeah, get some whiskey. Just all the, all the hobo-ness. Um, but that's I what... Mean, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I know... Uh, there's some people that don't. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and followers on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. Watch like the full thing of Raw and watch this. 
just watch this match. Most yeah, definitely. Most and this it's is what, well worth it. And this is when Balor's at his best. When he doesn't have to say a word. He just goes out and he just does what Finn Balor does. And he's intense and he's violent. And it doesn't matter how big his opponent is. He's still going to stand up to him. That's when Balor's at his best. Mm-hmm. This this felt like an NXT match because these are two of the the top champions from NXT. Sure, mm-hmm. bringing it to each other. This was this was just fantastic back and forth. Samoa Joe so powerful, but but Finn Balor is the smoothest wrestler. I say it time mm-hmm. and time again. Right, no Sm- one moves like Finn Balor. No. You, so quick you can't and so catch smart. Him. Yeah. Oh, God, he wrestles so smart. He really does. And so now Team Raw, it's not full yet. We have Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, and Braun Strowman. Those four. And we're waiting on the fifth. Didn't we even say how the match ended? It was a double countout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody loses. Nobody wins. I love it. I dug it. Oh, my gosh. We don't do that often enough. No. They have two two top guys just go to a draw. I like to take it even further. I like a good Broadway. We don't see those ever anymore. Well, because there's no time limits. Well, there should be. (laughs) I I like a time limit. Yeah, me too. Moving on, Miz Taraj is backstage in the locker room trying to strategize. Curtis Axel wants to run. Miz just stares at him and Axel says, No, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll go back out. Yeah, and Bo Dallas had, you know, some heartfelt things to yeah. say. I, I missed uh, Bo Dallas's voice. He's, he's very earnest. He's a very you know? good motivational speaker. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to believe. It's almost like he's done it before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kurt Angle then tries to call Daniel Bryan, leaves him a voicemail. Daniel Bryan has not contacted him in the past week. He apologizes for Kane. And then Jason Jordan approaches him, and he said, Look, uh, this might be criticized uh, people might say I'm using favoritism but I think you're ready to step it up and I'm going to make you the final team member of Raw and Jason Jordan gives him a big old hug and he smiles and he walks away and my favorite moment of the whole thing is when they went back to the announcers and Booker T goes you damn right it's favoritism <laughs> I loved it he, he does yeah. call it like he sees it uh, sometimes you need a translator to understand how he, he calls it I thought it was great. I love the fact that that Booker's calling Kurt out for the favoritism. Someone should be. He's been doing it since day one. He's, for some reason, he's got a a bug up his butt about favoritism in locker rooms. Like, I I don't know what exactly. Well, probably because Booker's never had anything handed to him. I guess. He had to work his tail off and then some to get respect. So I think that's why he's, you know, it would make sense. If any of the three at the announcer's booth would have a problem with it, it would be Booker, so it does make the most sense. Yeah, I I mean, think about some of the matches that Jason Jordan has had this short amount of time in his career. He went up against Cena. He did Mm -hmm. Reigns. He did Finn. It's like, do you know how how many guys have to wait, like, eons it feels before they go even close to that? And you could argue there's a number of other good members of, of Raw that could probably be the fifth well, the bar is already, well, they're going to be busy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rollins and Ambrose. Now what? Which we'll get to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Anyways. Bailey and Sasha are backstage. They're going to prove that they should both be on Team Raw because they have not been named to the team tonight, which leads to a tag team match. Sasha Banks, Bailey taking on Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. Uh, really fun match here. I love the fact that Alicia got the last entrance, giving her some shine. Mm-hmm. She she gets to call that shot, I'm sure. Sure. Captain. Yeah. So I get Captain. to say when I come out. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's great. And she looks like a million bucks. Uh, she's dressed almost like a boat captain now. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between boat and plane. We're not sure. Yeah, oh. she's either a pilot. Because she's got oh, she's a, a boat tie. captain. Yeah. So I think she's trying to be a plane. And she keeps doing, this is your captain speaking. Yeah. Which and is a plane move. Yeah, earlier when she recruited Asuka, she was like, make sure that your seats are in the upright positions. So I think she's going for pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do recall being on a few cruises and the captain can go over the intercom and say, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. Well, you should be. Yeah. Same, should, you same buying, here. I don't, I don't I'm, like I'm boats. I'm not buying per se. I don't like Cabo big boats. San Lucas. <laughs> We're going to go to Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. You do little boats. It's yeah. all good. We'll we'll do, do a little boat. Like I can't dinghy. stand big boats. Really? We'll no. take a couple of dinghies. Like titanic sized boats? No. Nope. Well, I'll I take mean, little boats. Like yachting, deep sea fishing. No, not on little boats. Really? But yeah. you get seasick on a big boat? No, I haven't been on a big boat. 
let's take a couple of dinghies. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tow it behind yeah. the big boat. You can sure. go on a little one. Yeah. yeah you can go. We'll uh, be on the big one with the casino and all the alcohol. Right. You can go rafting. Or what, what's it called? The, the inner tubies? Those things. Uh, tubing? Tubing. <laughs> tubing. That's a short walk. <laughs> tubing. Yeah. There you go. Um, I love that you got rafting from tubing. Yeah, rafting with the tube. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, with the water. Yeah, white, white water tubing. You guys get it. Yeah. So Sasha makes Alicia Fox tap, and after the match, Alicia says, I need you on my team. You're on Team Raw, which makes Bailey very confused and very sad because she was left out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it to a degree because Sasha got the win. Sure. And uh, granted, she's she's had Alicia Fox's number more than a lot of women on the roster. She's been able to put away Alicia Fox consistently. Yeah, and they had, a, they had a nice little scrapper uh, for this match. I, I liked how it looked like Alicia was going to, like she was going to nail it and then mm-hmm. just switch that right around to the bank statement. So... Yeah, and I like that Alicia was like, "Yeah, you beat me. You're you're on my team. This is happening. It's like this has got to happen." And oh my god, the the look on Bailey's face. And I I love that the Manchester crowd was so behind Bailey for right. this match. It yeah. is nice. Yeah, it's been a while. Unlike mm-hmm. the the U.S. crowd, they just dig her. They did just like how earnest she is, and, and she really is though. That it's which is fair, and they get it. They they just they understand it better than Americans, probably because we're jaded and we awful, are. and you can't trust anyone. No, you can't. DTA. No. Yeah, well, we learned that, and I want my sweet warriors to go to town with a kendo stick when they have the chance to. True that. You know. So. As well, uh, Joseph posed a really interesting comment in uh, chat roll. Imagine if Corey Graves has to call six plus hours of action at Survivor Series. He won't have a voice left. That's true. I mean, he's on both shows. Oh. Good oh. God! I'll tell oh, yeah. you, he wants it. No, no, I'm sure. I, I, he's a workhorse, but wow, that is, that's, dude, when we record three episodes, I'm exhausted by yeah, the end, because no, there's I, no I break. We start either. recording, we're going for, I don't, I don't know how long it usually is, like, essentially almost the length of a pay-per-view, about a good two and a half plus hours, and it's nonstop. There's no, like, long commercial break, it's nothing. So, damn, doing a four plus hour, wow. Yeah, you just gotta be on 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I always ride with Galley after the shows, and I'm just like, if for anybody who has a match, you know, that's it's tiring. However, however yeah, of long course. it is, but it's short, short enough, unless you're doing, you know, half an hour. Mm. But for announcers, you got to be on that whole time, and you got to bring that energy the entire time. There's no, there's no rest hold for an announcer. So what's it like driving over with him? Is he just ta- like it's quiet on the way home, or no? He's still got the energy. Yeah, he's great, man. He scares the hell out of me. I don't know where he gets it. I, I, that's why we're a great team. I love his energy. Yeah, we, we just we, we know each other so well at this point. It's like, it, we we pick each other up with sentences and ideas, and it just works. Yeah, you know, and and I, I give anyone credit who could do a four plus hour event. That's whew. Yeah, Graves is, is the guy. He's the man. So, yeah, Sasha is now part of Team Raw. Next, uh, well, we have Braun Strowman and The Miz. And I was enjoying the heck out of this. I love how the fact, you know, you have the the Miz Taraz, you know, trying to distract, Miz running away, and Braun catching him. But it all gets... (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) And it all gets ruined by the damn demon, Kane. Um, well, my my advice to uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel is like, you know, sometimes your boy just needs to get beat. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was just like, I they don't just think there to, was a way out. You know? There, even even the best game plan I yeah. could come up with, mm-hmm. you're still gonna get disqualified and take the L. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. if you, there's no way to win this because the ref's gonna catch your boys beating the heck out of your opponent. Or uh, he's going to turn it around because he's friggin' huge. Yes. And he's going to beat your boys up, and he's going to beat you up, and you're going to get a loss anyway. You're losing tonight. Yeah. That's it. It's just a matter of how you want to lose, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> and whether they'll be in that motorized wheelchair the right. next week. So. Yeah. Are they going to be scraping you up, or are they going to mm-hmm. be... Uh, you're going to be walking out, maybe. Well, Kane's been wrecking shop lately, but not with Braun. Braun gets rid of him, sends him to the outside, and Kane retreats. The whole thing is kind of confusing. Kane has been just destroying everyone, and now he attacks Braun. Braun's not having it. 
Um, I, I can only assume this means we're going to get Braun and Kane next week just as the go-home. Yeah. I mean, I, I have seen this coming from a mile away. Of course. The, uh, it's, they've been doing this consistently with Braun. The old guard's going out, the new guard's here to stay. You mm-hmm. know, we got Big Show, we got uh, now Kane. You know, all the big guys are, are touting Braun Strowman as the next big thing, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, uh, figuratively. And, it's not hard to figure that out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's got the size, he's got the agility, he's got the mic work. He does. You know, I mean, I even, I even like his. Uh, well, I think of it like in video game, uh, you know, instances where it's like I even like his taunt, where it's just arms in the air. Rawr! I would love it's it like, if Rawr. there was. I don't, I don't, I don't have the new two K, but if there was like a way to um, do a call for like you know Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees, <laughs> Braun Strowman versus both of them in like a handicap match. Still go I'm sure somebody made that. Yeah. Guaranteed. There's a people with a lot of free time in there. There's hands. a mod out there. <laughs> Has to be. Gotta Bra- be. Braun yeah. Strowman in a Halloween handicap match. <laughs> Why not? So That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. So I guess technically Braun won, and but Miz like lost like times three because mm-hmm. all the beat down him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis Axel just you know he's just a splat now. That's true. Yeah. So. Splat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ambrose and Rollins are backstage. They say they are ready to fight. They're always ready to defend those titles. And as far as setting the bar or being the bar, they were the bar before the bar. I think that made sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I'm on very short sleep, but I think it made sense. I mean, yeah, you did. I just, I'm like, when they look at the fist, like, this is the bar. That's no, a fist. <laughs> sure. I think they had less sleep than you. Eh, it's a good, I uh, thought good it point. was. I thought it was a fun segment. I liked this segment because I, I, I thought Ambrose was. He was just. He was just so Ambrose. That's really what when they when <laughs> he started. Renee, this, she just puts her fist out like a ten year old at the end. Smiles. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm. I'm a part of this. I'm part of this too. They yeah. walked away, but it's like doing a high five to myself. Yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to be in the shield. Yeah, it's like everybody trying to give the two sweet. Everybody wants to be inside. Nobody wants to be left behind. Yeah, but sometimes you're just not cool enough to be with the cool kids. I mean, you got to get your own flag jacket and uh, and pants. Yeah, yeah. got to slick back your hair. You know, just got to make it happen. Nope. Find Ambrose find the find the that. back doorway. <laughs> right, that's one way to do it. There that's you go. For sure. <laughs> Enzo More, oh boy, he. Says this? some things. What was this? And says some more things. I was just what? Mm. Yeah. I I did I did a I did a like a, a mental checkout, and I can't remember the last. So did time. he, as a matter of fact. Well, I can't remember the last time he did that during a you know Enzo spitting on the mic. It was just what was this? I don't know. It was just just him doing him. I mean, I I, I blew up a beach ball in my own living room and started playing with it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Fair enough. Like, yeah. like a cat. <laughs> I imagine. Wee. <laughs> and then someone just <laughs> popped it out of nowhere. Um, and I'm like, Scott Narver. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was just trying to find that closeout line, because like you could tell that music hit immediately when he said the Dorito word. Mm-hmm. That may have been like the code word. Yeah. To like hit Kalisa's music, because other than that, he was just running. I mean, the announcers were talking over him. That's one of the no-nos. You don't do that. So that's... Yeah. That's something. I mean, they they say that he has uh, mm. has a, a lot of heat. Is the word that I like to use. He's got a lot of heat backstage. Sure. And I would say that everybody's actions tonight sort of prove that theory, or mm. try to prove that theory, that nobody likes Enzo more, right? Mm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he's he's probably the most hated man. Next to, nah, nope, nope. He's the most hated man, most likely. Yeah. Are we talking kayfabe or? Uh... I, I'm only Ooh. going. I'm only going by what we saw tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's that's. I, I mean, you got all the TMZ stuff. The, the guy thinks he's a huge rock star. You have the story mm-hmm. about the strip club in Buffalo, which, right. for all intents and purposes, was very true. Yeah. So there's a lot of information out there. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's tough to tell what's true, what isn't true. Everything's on TV. So where does the line between fact and fiction start and end? It's it's all a spectrum of gray. 
It yeah. is. Reality is a uh, is an agreement. Well, Kalisto sits at ringside. Kurt Angle. Well, <laughs> they hit Pete Dunne's music, and then Kurt Angle comes out. I don't know if that was a mistake, uh, but either way, Kurt Angle introduces Pete Dunne, the UK champion, and we're in for a fun match. Well, Pete Dunne uh, essentially has his way with Enzo. Although Enzo actually got some offense in for a little while, but uh, Dunne hits the sweet bitter end on Enzo wow. and gets the win. And, uh, you know, non-title match, clearly. They're both mm-hmm. champions. But I loved the fact that they threw Pete Dunne into this episode. Yeah, I mean, we got the bruiser weight. I was not expecting that, like, yeah. at all. I'm glad I'm glad that they did it. Well, it's an easy bus ride, so hey. Yeah. And then, sure. you know, maybe he mm-hmm. knocks some sense into Enzo, so that'll that'd be good. Well, I sincerely doubt that, but mm-hmm. we can always hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty sweet. I mean, there were some really cool moments in that match i mean enzo enzo i don't think knew who he was messing with um (laughs) pete dunn is is just a a rude customer Mm -hmm. all the way around he is we call him the ruiner he ruins things he ruined enzo's good time tonight and he almost ruined his fingers wrist elbow a lot of uh, shoulder he almost completely Mm. tore him apart and truly if he wanted to i'll bet he could have a lot of things but either way, pretty cool match. And afterwards, Kalisto just crouches down next to him and just kind of stares at him and probably whispers something to him, like, I'll see you at Survivor Series or something. It'd be in Spanish. Could have been. Yeah. And Enzo would still have no clue. No. 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 Alexa was backstage. I really enjoyed this interaction between her and Charlie. Uh, you know, she talks about Natalia and her cats and gives an attitude. And then, you know, I'm a two-time champion on both shows. She makes Charlie add up two plus two is four, and that equals one goddess. I, I enjoyed the back and forth here, and this is why Alexa is in the position she is. She can yes and, she can riff, and she can think on her feet and still make it look smooth. Yeah, and I like that uh, Charlie was, uh, you know, had something to say back to her. Which she can is do like, it too, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I enjoyed that, because, uh, you know, all too, af- all too often with the uh, backstage segments where it's just like, here's a question, and, you know, then they just play amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. While it felt like tonight... Renee and Charlie got to play, too. So I liked that. Yeah, it's good to see a conversation. I I think it's almost unnatural for people to sort of stand there and take it like they're a mic stand. Mm -hmm. They're a person. They have emotions, thoughts, feelings. Uh, They would say something if, if the interviewee actually happens to verbally attack the interviewer. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you have a comeback? That's a natural thing. Right. Yeah, really either that or it. at least a cowarding thing. Be like, oh, okay. Emote, okay. do do something. You're you're not a piece of hardware. And I'm yeah. so glad that you know Charlie and Renee. They both will do that because it's very rare that anyone, no one's doing it on SmackDown, and phew, by no means is anyone doing it on NXT. It's just one question, Mike, over. And I love the fact that you're you're right. You're a person. You have yeah. thoughts. You have a personality. You're going to respond if someone says something off kilter. And mm-hmm. I, I'm glad the fact that, now granted, it's still about who you're interviewing, but at the same time, you have to be a person and say something back. Right. I think, I think there, there is a fear that the <coughs> interviewer might sort of take control of everything. They might start to, to think it's all about them, and I don't think that's the I case. I don't think anybody no. would. No. She yeah, asked the question. There. She said, but you did run away mm-hmm. during Under Siege. That's the appropriate question to ask. Yeah, because she did. She didn't get touched. Yeah, and I even really enjoyed the interaction between Ambrose and Renee. Uh, it was just, it was so cute. He was obviously showing out. So it was just, yeah, yeah. it was a fun time. It sure was. Mm-hmm. Main event time, y'all. Ambrose and Rollins taking on Dabar and Wow. <laughs> There's so many things. Um, one of the highest European uppercuts, I think. Cesaro has executed. He yeah. he got him into a different level of the atmosphere. That's re- how high up he popped him. It reminded me of. Do you remember the massive super RKO that Randy gave to Seth at WrestleMania 31? Yes. How high he got. It was the night <laughs> Seth cashed in, but he got so high in the air. It, it reminded me a lot of that. Which the common denominator here is Seth can jump really high. Yes. I mean yeah. it's. He's he's got a funny build about him. He's very muscular, um, and muscle is actually easier to move than fat. 
because it's it's all very tightly compact. Now, if you if you try and pick up a guy who's really fat, he moves like a waterbed. It's yeah. hard to move. But when you have a guy who is who has incredibly mm. low body fat, he's really easy to move around. And that's what Cesaro was able to achieve was just grabbing a guy who's got the perfect proportions for what he wanted to do and just launching him because mm -hmm. he's all muscle. Yeah, it was gorgeous, gorgeous connection, gorgeous form. Uh, ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, ten out of ten no, with that. Yeah, for real. No, it's like the the way that the bar works. I mean, they they're such a great tag team. They work so well together. And then I loved like the rat fink hijinks, like Sheamus um, popping Ambrose. Uh, on the outside, mm -hmm. as soon as he had a chance to. I mean, it's a free shot. I mean, it's I, there. There you it's go. It's really hard to say no to a to a free a free <laughs> meal like that. Mm -hmm. And not to mention the the doomsday device power bomb that the bar gave, and Seth Rollins managed to kick out. That was beautiful. Um, this was a a match that highlighted both tag teams oh, yeah. incredibly oh, yeah. well. There were no missteps. There were no mm -hmm. miscues. Everybody in this match was 100% invested, firing on all cylinders. There was no end in sight to this match because mm -hmm. both teams were so good and met each other on every single level. This this match could have gone on into the wee hours of the morning. And I would have had no problem with that. This yeah. is the other match to watch if you don't watch the oh, rest yeah. of the three hours. Yeah. Especially like this one and uh, Finn and... Um, Samojo. Especially for what happens next. So, just when it looks like, uh, I believe, I want to say Ambrose and Rollins had the advantage when. Uh, or was it kind well, of they, back they weren't getting I think they pinned. were at a stalemate. Yeah. They really were at a stalemate. Nobody had the advantage. So, a bit I of think, a stalemate. I think they might have, I think they might have had it because when this next part happens, they were super alert during it and like rolled out of the ring right away. So, I think. I feel like they might have, uh, but I can't remember. Either way, we hear the melodic yeah. voice of Big E, and the New Day's music hits. New Day's nowhere to be found. All of a sudden, they're up in the crowd just like the Shield would be, mm -hmm. and they say, guess what? It's about to be under siege, too, y'all. The entire Raw roster spills out to the ring. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's looking around. Even Samoa Joe's ready to fight. Yeah, Sasha's out there. She's ready to throw hands. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the New Day starts laughing, and then you hear, you hear Xavier go, pump fake, and they disappear. <laughs> they disappear, and a brogue kick from out of nowhere, and Sheamus pins Seth Rollins for the three count, and we have new Raw Tag Team Champions, Debar. So, so dirty. This so dirty. The dirtiest so, of the dirty. So I mean, awesome. This was so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody at ringside looked betrayed <laughs> because it was like a whose team are you on anyway? Yeah, dude. You just disgraced the raw fellow raw members to gain a championship victory. You could have played it clean, but no, you did. Were you working together? <laughs> was this your plan? I don't know. Holy crap! But Man. look, I love the bar as tag team champions. I think. Them versus Usos. I mean, look, Ambrose and Rollins versus Usos would also be incredible. Mm -hmm. But I think Sheamus Cesaro versus the Usos is fantastic. Because they work so well as a tag team. Yeah. And I think, and Usos is just, they're killing oh, it. The best. They're yeah. killing it. Yeah. I understand this. And you know how much I love Ambrolins and I love Ambrose. I'm okay with this because it was so good. And then plus the joyful dance that the two of them had with their belts on the ramp. <laughs> I need that gif, actually. Cause... So right now, you got to believe we're going to get New Day in the Shield in just a I, you, you piss me off match. Have to. Yeah. Have yeah. to. I mean, it's just a grudge. Mm -hmm. No, No real wins or losses. It's just a grudge. Do you think that this is how they can hope that Roman Reigns can return for Survivor Series? If you could have a two on three, but best case scenario, Roman comes back and you have Shield well, versus they, New Day. They did they, say Reigns is going to be on next week. Yeah, they're reuniting them next week. Yeah. Well, again, guess what? We're going to have three on three, and yeah. that is a money match right there. That's mm -hmm. a, yeah, that's going to be. A I want to see all contest. of that. 
Yeah, I know there's people that are upset right now. Uh, why would they drop the title? Look. Uh, New Day versus Shield. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that little crumpet. And let's give credit to Sheamus and Cesaro. They're arguably a better tag team than Ambrose and Rollins. I mean, they are arguably. really, really good. Argu- arguably, yeah. Arguably. Sure. Yeah, you but I mean, argue. if we're going into Survivor Series where it's going to be, you know, our best versus the Usos, they've, I don't know, they've put in the experience and the time with each other. I want them to represent Raw. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for the three-on-three match. I mean, the New Day versus the Shield is going to have a lot of cool dynamics to it. Mm. And if anything, it's you know it'll set them back up to go after the Raw titles once again. They do get a rematch. Mm-hmm. Rematch clauses in place. It's just a matter of when they actually want to capitalize on that. The mm-hmm. whole thing just makes a lot more sense. The Usos versus the Bar makes more sense. Yes. And New Day, three of them, versus the Shield, three of them. It just makes way more sense. Yeah. Oh, and it's going to be so fun. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yep, and, yes. then, and then you could choose sides. You got the Usos who have really gone, you know, the the more um, virtu- virtuous route now lately, versus the Bar. I mean, bam, and then damn, New Day Shield. That that's a money match that you can add to Survivor Series. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It's, yeah, I think it's starting to come up roses. It really is. Yeah, yeah. They're making they're making it a a big pay per view like it should be mm-hmm. like it's always needs to be and only one title being defended i guess we got the cruiserweight title because enzo mentioned that well yeah i guess so yeah well the yeah. other ones can't really can't I mean, really yeah. do it so it's, it's not a winner take all scenario mm-hmm. that is very true very very true so it's time to close out the show so marquia why don't you put yourself over uh yeah you can find me on twitter and instagram at marquia mccarty right now it's marquia mick Cornucopia. That's amazing. Yeah, it's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. And then also catch me on Marvel Movie News. And if you uh, if you want to, Johnny was on Marvel Movie News yeah. last week, episode one fifty four. So and he was dressed like Thor. I was dressed like Hella. It's well worth a watch. And you technically you dressed me like Thor. Yes, which I, I did. appreciate. I dressed him up like Thor. Look great. He had a Thor voice and everything. The shirt didn't fit. No. But it fit enough. If you'll notice in our group photo, I didn't stand up because the shirt didn't go down long enough. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd rather have it too small than too big being Thor. Sure. There you yeah. go. Wow. It needed to be tight. You looked great. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you can also catch me on Skybound uh, Thursdays at 12 p.m. The time might change, but we do a comic book roundtable. Uh, so check me out there, and I'll put it on my Twitter so you can have the link. Mm-hmm. Hobo! I'm at the tr- I'm on the Twitter at True Hobo. I'm on the Instagram at True Hobo. I do the NXT after show on Wednesday after NXT airs live. And if you want to buy one of my shirts, you go to nxteam.spreadshirt.com. A lot of great stuff on there. We we have a lot of fun making our own t-shirts. And right now we there was a match with uh, Fabian Eichner last week, so we made an I Like Ike shirt. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it was... We, we are all very tickled over it. Good deal, as you should, because that goes back a long way. It does. <laughs> Uh, for all the fans of DC Movie News, arguably the biggest show of our three-year run. It also coincides with our three-year anniversary show. We actually have Ray Fisher, a.k.a. Cyborg, in studio with oh us my God. this Thursday, which is uh, just massive, and we're really excited for it. Also, Detroit, I'm going to be at you this weekend, Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with my buddy Craig Shoemaker. If you're in Michigan, I'd love to see you there. Also, go to QuastoAlbum.com, pick up the brand-new comedy album, and the Wrestling and Padre Slamcast, we have a brand-new home with Dragon Wagon Radio. You're going to see new artwork. The show's going to sound great once again, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So all that good stuff, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 